8 p.m. Central Time here on Monday, February 5th, 2024. And we are live here from my concrete compound. And uh, what a crazy weekend we had. We were out preaching at the Winter Carnival and we got attacked. Our guys were attacked. Uh, I was on the mic preaching, and while I was preaching on the mic, uh, all of a sudden, uh, some some old men, some angry old men, and I'll show you the footage maybe on Wednesday, on Witnessing Wednesday, or or on Friday. We'll see which whichever we do, but we'll show you the footage. And they grabbed the amp. And they took the they they ripped they ripped the the cord out of the amp and they broke the amp and uh, they went like straight Hulkamania on us, man. Those old dudes they ought to be ashamed of themselves. Sixty five year old men acting like a bunch of little babies. So anyway, they. So two of my guys, uh, three of my guys were trying to keep them off the amp and so they couldn't steal the amp from us or, or rip it or break it or whatever. And they, uh, the cops didn't do anything, of course, and I just told them to go away because the cops don't do anything anyway. To us, now if it was the other way around and we did that, they'd have arrested us. But anyway, so we we got attacked by them, and they grabbed our stuff, ripped the cord out, and uh, yeah, they were they weren't too happy. So we had a brother, we had a brother in Christ go grab another amp for us. And he grabbed it for us, and we used it, and it worked well. And we're, it worked so well, and we could keep it on our bodies, that we bought one. So this is the one we bought. Because we are way, we are way too vulnerable to... Um, with that hailer, the half mile hailer, it's too vulnerable. They can just, it's the third or fourth time it's happened. They could sneak up on us, grab it, rip the cord out, and ruin the hailer. It's happened a couple times already to us over the years. And re- recently, it's happened a lot more. So. We ordered one of these, which is super loud, and it was actually pretty clear. So we ordered one of these, and we're going to have the in-sync uh, 98 degrees mic on us and uh, headset so our hands are free. And um, so that's that's what happened there, right? Um. And uh, so we're we're buying this, and then we're, there's a bag for it, like a waterproof bag that we're gonna have. Okay. And Andrew, if you're listening right now, 
Can you send me the two pictures of the of the banners that we're designing? We are design we designed two banners. One we resurrected one that we had before. And I'm going to show it to you. It's really good. And another actually two. We really didn't design anything. We're really cuz we these were designed years ago. And we're going to revive these and print new ones because they got destroyed. I think the sodomites took one out. They stole half of our other one. And uh, attacked us and stole our banners. And uh, anyway, so. Um, that is what happened. And now we're going to get two more banners. And put those out there and order those. And hopefully Andrew can... Uh, if he's not at a meeting or something, he can send me some pictures of that. Those two banners. And I'll show you what we're going to put out there because they're really good. And uh, I like them. They really cover all the bases good. So anyway, I'll talk more about what happened at the event. Maybe some things we could have done differently, but not really. In my opinion, because of the way it was, we really didn't do anything wrong it wasn't really an issue of like wrong it really comes down to an issue of brother paul said it best and he said it before we even started talking about you know that he said you know i think this is the lord's way of telling us we're done with this hailer and then in thinking about it every time we've ever had trouble with an amp for the most part uh, it's it's generally been somebody pulling that plug on that. Well, this is going to be on our body in a bag wrapped across the body. So they're not going to be able to pull that out and do anything with it. So that's what we're going to change with that. So, And the hailer's old. I know for sure we have had that hailer since... 2015 or 16. I know that for sure. I want to say 15. So. Yep. I want to say it was 2015. So think about that. Eight years, nine years. We've had that hailer. It doesn't owe us any money. You know, it's. It's done us good. Yep. And I'll tell you what got them angry, and we'll talk about this on our next... I should have just talked about it today. I'm so pumped up about it, but that's okay. We'll talk about it on Wednesday. But... What really got them so angry was the abortion signs. I'm telling you, the abortion signs get them so angry because they love killing babies so much in Minnesota. They, Minnesota, 
you you just you can't imagine how they salivate to kill babies how how they look for every opportunity they can to kill babies you know they just they look for every opportunity possible and they'll even pay for people to come from other states so they can kill their babies i mean they love killing babies and the thing that they don't love is us reminding them how much they want to kill babies. That makes them extremely angry. But we'll talk about that on Wednesday, because that'll be a good broadcast. You know? I don't have the video ready to show you, because i got to try to see if Andrew can edit maybe some of it. But they, they love killing babies. Here in Minnesota, they and they do not like you reminding them that's what they're doing, and they don't like visual pictures. You're going to make the kids cry, yeah, right. How about you're the one that's going to cry? So anyway, we bought one of these, and that's the one we're going to use. Wow. 12 pack alkaline all purpose batteries, 1.5, five year shelf life. Anyway. So. Um, yeah, that was crazy. Well, Grandpa got his birth certificate back today, which means that him and Grandma's, it looks like him and Grandma's uh, passports are going to be on the way. Okay. Does anybody remember this? This banner? Anybody remember this one? This is a great banner. So we are going to order another one of these. Not that big. (laughs) It'll be one we can carry, actually. But we're going to order another one of these. And uh, it lists all the sins. And on the other side, it says, in all the nations that forget God. You know, um, who's been watching since that banner, huh? Who's been watching OPBC since that banner? And since I had black hair and a black beard, who's been watching that long, huh? But who saw, Carl, you saw the reruns. Who was around to see it live? I think Ross might have been around to see it. I think Joey Mack was around to see it. Joey Mack's been around for a while. Right? This is a great banner, man. It's a great one. Ah, Katie Porter, I think you were around for that one. Mrs. Andrew Bicey was definitely around for that one. 
I bet you Katie Porter was around for that one. Ross was. Good old brother Ross was around for that one. Yeah, he was. I think Joey Mack was. Ross was. I know I was. <laughs> I'm right there. <laughs> there I am with a sharp-looking suit on right there, man. All right. That is a sharp-looking suit right there. Let's see here. That's the pride one, Andrew. Do you have the other one? The judgment one. The one we're making up about judging. That's the one we're making up. This is another good banner. Luke designed this one years ago. God's judgment against the proud. And we have this one. We just need to get some brackets for it. But we're going to use this one again. That's the front side. There's the other side. That's a good banner too right there. There you go. Now, Andrew's going to get me. Hopefully, he's got a picture of the other one, the judge one. That's a good one. I sent him a message to see if he he gets it. See if he's got the one for the, the judge one. That's a good one right there. Anyway, so we are redoing all these banners. And we're looking forward to it. It is a good one, brother. Brother Ross, that is a good one. That was for the pride. I know we have a blunt one that says, you know, homosex is sin. And I know it's really blunt, but you have to understand the people that we're facing. You got to understand how hard these people are. You know how wicked they are. It's not, I mean, when I was over in Scotland, I was like, man, these guys are tame. These people are nice over here. But I wasn't at your Pride event, though, so they're mean over there. I saw the video of you guys, how you had a gang of cops covering you over there because they're so wicked. But it's pretty rough here, man. They're, they're pretty nasty people. So, you go get a banner like that made, Brother Ross. You take that, you, you send that PDF. And um, 
You know, and we stand outside of Planned Parenthood. Babies are murdered here. You know, we have those kind of banners. So I know some of those street preachers think it's like a carnival. They don't like they don't like those banners and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, whatever. I don't care. I, I don't care what you like. <laughs> we just do what we do. So anyway, yeah, that's crazy stuff. Now you pray for us, okay? Um, just talked to Pastor Jeffrey a little bit today through through uh, Instant Messenger, and and he's doing well and. We can send you the PDF of it, Ross, if you want it. I can have Andrew email it to you. He can email you the PDF. Um, on both sides of it. It's good. It's got scripture completely on both sides. That's what our judgment one has. I want Andrew to send me the, the judgment one. That's a good one, man. Hang on a second. Okay, he's going to look for that. I want you to see it. It's a great banner. And then but anyway, you pray for us as we we're going to be heading out to uh Canada, remember, our Canada trip is um, May 16th. We'll be leaving Minnesota with my family, May 16th, and we'll be traveling to Michigan first. And then from Michigan, we'll be heading on into Canada, and I'll be five days in Canada. Uh, We will be. And after the five days in Canada, we will be heading down to either Pennsylvania or New England right away, and we will be um, preaching. Uh, and also, well, actually, I, I, I don't, I'll be preaching. If I go to New, uh, Pennsylvania, I'll be preaching. If I don't go to Pennsylvania, I'm going to head up to New England and I'll spend three or four days there. I'm going to Rhode Island. We're going to go to Rhode Island. We're going to go to Boston. We're going to go to Freedom Trail. We're going to go and we're going to put together all the things for a documentary. And if I could talk to those Russian Baptists that were behind the Iron Curtain, and we're persecuted for their faith, I'll be in Pennsylvania. I'm trying to put that all together now, the unregistered Baptists there. So we'll see. We will see what happens. Uh, I'll be getting putting some final touches on that here soon. And um, if you'd like to give towards that or give towards anything for our ministry, you can go to oldpassbaptistchurch.org. You can click on... Uh, our website here and PayPal, Venmo, or Apple Pay, or you can go directly to, to PayPal, salvationpreacher at gmail.com. I know Fabian. I will definitely come to see you if I'm there, or you can come see me. You might be, you might have to come see me. But either way, definitely. Well, you should. 
You should try to. If you can. Amen. We'll definitely try to meet meet up with you. So you just let me know, all of you. Keep in touch. I'd like to meet people in Canada. I got some brothers and sisters in Christ that are going to be meeting us in Canada, Pastor Jeffrey's Church. We've already secured the meeting location there, so that's good to go where we'll be meeting at, and we're going to be recording video and Baptist history in Canada and all kinds of other things. So you pray for us. We're going to talk about Pastor Jeffrey's arrest and what took place with him, get his testimony and get all the things and put it all together and challenge pastors. Amen. All right. So you let me know uh, what, what when you're going to be there or what, if you can be there and all that good stuff. And if I preach in Pennsylvania at a church, you're all invited to come. If you'd like to to meet up with us and you'd like to come to that church service, you're you're more than welcome to come. I just don't know if I'm going to. Yep, Harrisburg is where I'd be in that area if I go. So, and, uh, you know, I want to meet you all in Canada, too, you that are in Canada. All right? So, you pray about all that. Pray for... Uh, everybody involved, amen. Uh, Daryl and Teresa, and and uh, Carl and Mary, and and all that, and the Lord to provide, and we're looking forward to all of it. Okay, so you keep that all in your prayers, all right, for us. All right, I wonder if Ryan has that. Maybe Micah or Erica's listening. If Micah and Erica's listening, ask Ryan to put on the thread. The OPBC thread, that that judgment banner. If he's if Ryan's anywhere around, uh, to put that judgment banner, uh, judging righteous judgment, that banner. All right. Look, Fabian, you don't want to wrestle me. All right, you don't want to do that. All right. Now let's get into talking about this Antichrist movement, uh, Elon Musk, and what's going on. See, an Antichrist figure, an Antichrist figure is not totally unlikable. That's not how they work. They're not totally without qualities that would make a man desire, you know, to just be away from them. In fact, they're, they're, they're going to appeal to the flesh. A billionaire, money, fame, fortune. A lot of qualities, right? That might be there with all that. That Antichrist figure is going to appeal to the flesh of a man. Now, I am not saying that Elon Musk is the Antichrist. He is a type of the Antichrist. But he is Antichrist. He is. And he's deceiving the masses. 
and he's making loads of money off of doing it. It's a very dangerous thing, what he's doing. And the Bible warns us about there being many, right? First John 2.18, little children, it is the last time. As ye have heard, that Antichrist shall come. Even now are there many Antichrists, whereby we know that it is the last time. So right here, you have the scriptures warning us that there are many antichrists out there. And these men are dangerous. They're deceivers. But we are warned they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would no doubt have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that they were not all of us. But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. All right, guys, are you ready to see this? We'll, ta- we'll break from that for a second. This is one awesome banner. Look at this. So on one side, God loves judgment. Those that do not understand judgment are evil in the sight of God. They are despisers and scorners of judgment. They are ungodly. Those who refuse to judge are wicked and are destroyed for it. God is displeased when there is no judgment. Those who ignore judgment are like the Pharisees. That's side one. This is the other side. Jesus said, judge righteous judgment. Those that keep judgment are blessed. The spiritual man judges all things. Saints will judge the earth and angels. It is a joy to the just to judge. The righteous speak of judgment. The upright in heart follow judgment. The Christian is to abound in judgment. God repeatedly commands us to judge. It's a good banner. That's why they stole it. That's why they ripped it up and stole it from us, right? That's what happened to it. But this is a good banner. Anyway. Uh, so that's, that's another banner. We're going to reprint this banner. It's a good one. So we'll be having that. Ross, you would like this banner. Very good. So, anyway. All right. We'll go get back to our scripture study here, but or our study on, on the Antichrist here. But you have an unction from the Holy One. What does that word unction mean? The act of anointing, right? Divine or sanctifying grace. 
Extreme unction, right? It was something different. But anyway, unction from the Holy One. God gives us understanding and wisdom to be able to discern Antichrist. God wants you to be able to discern the spirit of Antichrist. God wants you to look. He wants you to look and judge a matter and and discern that spirit of Antichrist that is in the world. God doesn't want us to be blind to those things. He wants us to understand those things. To know by the scriptures whether something is of God or something is not. By the way, let me let me show you something that I believe is really good. Reading from Baptist history. Here is from Baptist history. Dealing with the Crusades. Going back in history from 1096 to 1277 or something like that. Last night, I read from uh, Miller's Baptist, Baptist history, church history. Okay? And I only did part one. We're going to read again from it here this Sunday afternoon. We're probably not going to go to that event. It just doesn't look like it's the right time for us to go to that. So we'll be in church in the afternoon on Sunday. And so far, right now anyway. Right here. The Pope's Bloody Crusades. Um, listen to this. This is a, a true history. And if you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It'll help you. This is that spirit of Antichrist, the Pope's Crusades. And when you understand the history of it, Miller is a great author. I believe it's Miller. I could be getting his name wrong, but I'm pretty sure it is. I don't have the book in front of me. But anyway, I'm pretty sure that's who it is. Yep, it is Miller. I'm pretty sure because I have Cramps history and a few others. But anyway, a lot of others, a lot of Baptist history books, but but. This one, he covers world history. He's covering what that was like. This is ethical to what we're talking about. I'm not off on a tangent here. It, it really is because this covers that spirit of Antichrist for people to really understand. I want to educate people. The reason I'm teaching this, number one, is for Old Paz Baptist Church, for the 40 children that are at Old Paz Baptist Church. So they learn real Bible, real Bible and they learn real history.
So we don't send our sons and daughters off to go kill brown, brown people in the sand for the Pope's crusades. Okay? Anyway, so if you get a chance, listen to that. It'll help you. Very helpful stuff. All right. So that spirit of Antichrist must be discerned. You must be on your guard. For these players that are out there. You must be on your guard and know when and how and what these these schemes of Antichrist are. Because whatever timing you believe about the rapture, the one thing you have to understand, the Bible tells us that the spirit of Antichrist is already at work. Already doing the same things. And and you need to be on your guard for that. All right. This is dangerous. Neuralink's brain chip implant marks. New era in human-computer synergy. Elon Musk announces the first human has been successfully implanted with Neuralink's brain chip chip named telepathy. We're going to talk about telepathy. What the definition of telepathy is. He's admitting it. What is this? It's technological witchcraft. That's what it is. Telling you. This is technological witchcraft. And I'm telling you, Tesla is not going to be his main moneymaker. It's going to be this. Linked with Starlink, Neuralink. All the information from Twitter. That's what it is. Elon Musk announces the first human has been successfully implanted. Aiming to allow. To severe. To allow severe physically disabled individuals to control devices via thought. The FDA approved trial focuses on the implant's potential for movement control with the patient reportedly recovering well and showing promising initial results. Neuralink's mission extends from providing immediate medical aids to enhancing human cognitive sensory capabilities in the long run. This breakthrough triggers a spectrum of scenarios from optimistic widespread adoption to concerns over technological, ethical, societal implications. 
Key facts. Number one, the first human trial of Neuralink's brain-computer interface implant has begun following FDA approval in 2023. I want you to consider this and think about this for a second. Personally, I think that this technology number one is opening the brain up to be hacked and to be controlled on one network. This is not the finished product. So I'm not saying this is the mark of the beast. It's, remember the broadcast I did years ago? Not broadcast. Um, I did broadcast on it, but I also preached sermons on it. Okay? Let's see here. Ah, here it is. This was in 2023. This was last year. Okay. Wow. I didn't realize that did so good. It did. All right. Here it is. Four shadows for the mark of the beast. Right? Four shadows for the mark of the beast. This... These are foreshadows. It opens you up to brain hacking. I believe it opens you up also to possession. Because what is brain hacking? Possession. That's what it is. That's what brain hacking is. My son put all of these under the Antichrist series. So all of the Mark of the Beast, the 666, the broadcasts as well as sermons, he organized all of them underneath Antichrist. So when you click on this, you will find all the Antichrist sermons that cover foreshadowings and everything else, you will find them all in one place, in one series under the Antichrist series. This is to simplify things because if you were looking at my Antichrist series from 10 years ago or five years ago or eight years ago, you wouldn't have all the up-to-date things that I've covered. Now, if you type in Antichrist, you will have all the up-to-date sermons. So you will have all the up-to-date broadcasts. You will have all the up-to-date sermons. So this one from a few weeks ago, right, from January 4th, social credit score and the mark of the beast from a month ago. Right? So you, you'll have those in there, all right? And you can find them. So what I'm saying is, is that these 
This is not the mark of the beast. It's a foreshadowing of the mark. They want to hack your brain to possess your soul. Somebody asked, why would they want to hack my brain? To possess your soul. Your mind and your soul and your body are intimately connected. They're not separated too easily. That's why people that have anxiety and depression automatically think it's a spiritual problem. That their soul is in jeopardy because their mind is not working correctly. The circuitry in the mind is not working correctly. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? So now if I have a brain chip and I put it in someone to correct the circuitry that was wrong. You could then possess the soul of a lost person. I'm not saying the technology is there yet to do that. But it is the end game. It's to hook them up to a network. Neuralink. Neuralink. Starlink. It's hooking you up to a network. X marks the spot. X marks the spot. Get it? And he doeth great wonders, that he maketh fire come down from heaven on earth in the sight of the be- uh, sight of men, who deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth they should make an image of the beast which had a wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause as many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand and on their, or in their foreheads. Well, how do you control their buying and their selling and everything else? By the network they're connected to. Get it? No, it's not there yet. That's the end game. Digital. Demonic possession. Think about the merging in Daniel chapter 2. Right? The merging.
of the man and the beast, of the iron and the clay. Now think about the iron and the clay. Right? In Daniel. Here it is, Daniel 2, 41. And whereas thou sawest the feet and toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided. But there shall be in it of the strength of the iron, for as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay. And as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men, but they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. Many devices, that's right. There's many applications for this. There's the kingdom, beast kingdom. There's the kingdom of Satan merging with the kingdom of man. There's the biological, uh, the, the biological uh, synergy. Right? All of that mixed together. That's what they're doing. It's what they want to do. They're working on it. God just hasn't allowed them to do it yet because it isn't time. When it is time, God's going to release it and he's going to allow them to do it. The first human trial of Neuralink brain computer interface implant has begun following FDA approval in 2023. The implant named telepathy is designed to help those with severe physical disabilities control digital devices through thought. That's a God. That's what a God does. That's also what angels can do, right? They can move by thought and be gone. They're going to do it with their mind. Angels can be like here and there by, by just a few thought in, in a few seconds, if less than that, whatever that is. I, I don't know the timing, right? God granted them power to do the things that they do, angels. They're not, they can't do what God does, but Jesus could walk through walls and so could angels. Angels could appear in fire, Right? So the fallen angels and their technology 
right? That's what they want to do. They want man to do that. Why? They want to make man a god. Because the Antichrist is Satan's son. The pro- Number three, the project's future ranges from potential medical applications to broader cognitive enhancements amidst varying societal, ethical, and technological challenges. The first human has received a Neuralink brain chimp chip implant, according to co-founder Elon Musk. The neurotechnology company has started its first human trial. Since receiving approval from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in 2023, what? Could possibly go wrong. The trial focus is on implant that could potentially allow people with severe physical disabilities to control digital devices using their thoughts with their mind. The study involves implanting a brain chip called a brain-computer interface implant in the region of the brain that controls movement and tension. Musk said that the patient who received the implant, fittingly named telepathy, is recovering well, and that the trial has been, and that about the trial have been provided, and details about the trial have not been provided yet. Take a look. This is what they're doing. See the eternity symbol. Ye shall be as gods. Ye shall not die. Ye, sh- ye shall not surely die. Hello. We're thrilled to introduce Neuralink's Prime study, the first clinical trial of a groundbreaking experimental device that could help transform the lives of people with paralysis. Imagine the joy of connecting with your loved ones, browsing the web, or even playing games using only your thoughts. This is made possible by placing a small, cosmetically invisible implant in a part of your brain that plans movements. The device is designed to interpret your neural activity so you can operate a computer or a smartphone by simply thinking about moving. No wires or physical movement are required. By participating in the PRIME study, you'd be helping to redefine the boundaries of human capability. Really? Redefine the boundaries of human capability. Now listen, friend. God put boundaries in for a reason. He put those boundaries in for a simple reason. I'm going to show you something here. Babylon. The Tower of Babel. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth. And they left off to build the city. Let's back up. And the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. Hey, what is Google? What is um, AI? What has it accomplished? 
to translate every language. Or it's working on it, at least. To all be one. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east that they found a plain in the land of Shinar. And they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them throughly. And they had brick for, str- for stone. And slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build us a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. They have all one language. And this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of all the earth, and they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel, because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth. And from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth. Now, let me say something to you here about that. What are they trying to do? I don't know. I got one for you. You ready for this one? This, this makes some people that listen to me upset, okay? Um, they think that I'm wasting my time if I talk about certain things. Or I'm distracted. Well, I'm not distracted. Believe me. I've been distracted before in the ministry. I understand what that's like to be distracted in the ministry. I understand how dangerous it is to be distracted in the ministry. But let me say this to you. God has boundaries that he set up for man. God put man on earth. He fixed the earth. The earth does not move. The earth is still, and the sun rises, and the sun sets. That's called geocentricity. Okay? The Bible tells us the sun of righteousness rises with healing in his wings. The S-U-N, capital S-U-N. God made man to dwell in this atmosphere. He never gave man permission to go outside of Earth's atmosphere. So one of the reasons why I think they're full of beans and lies when they say that they went to the moon Because they are basically defying what this book says. God said that he wouldn't let them build their tower to heaven. He stopped them from building their tower to heaven, right? Right? It sounds like more like what Satan said. Isaiah 14, 14. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cut down to the ground which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. 
I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. What are you saying, preacher? I think they're full of beans. I don't think they went there. The International Space Station is on this side of the Van Allen Belt. People might get mad at me. Okay. They might think I'm wasting my time. Although I don't spend a whole lot of time on it. Right? So, I don't really care if you disagree with me. It really doesn't matter to me. It's not a a fellowship issue whether you believe the United States government went to the moon but has never gone back again and no other government of the world has taken men to the moon and and they lost the technology to the moon and they can't get to the moon and they can't build things to get to the moon and they admit that they can't get through the stars or they admit that they can't get through the Van Allen belt. They admit that their technology is not there yet. All this stuff. Anyway, it, it's not the point of this broadcast. But my point is, I chuckle when people want to believe the government. Because I don't believe any... I go on record to say, I do not believe what they tell me. Half the time. Most of the time. 95% of the time. Right? I just, I don't believe him. Anyway, okay. Why? Because God made boundaries for man. He made boundaries for them. God has boundaries. Helping to redefine the boundaries of human capability. If you've been living with quadriplegia from a spinal cord injury or with ALS, you may qualify for the prime study. We'd love to share more with you and get you on board. Visit our website today to learn more and to submit your application. We'll be supporting you with a dedicated team at every step on this revolutionary journey. Your courage and contribution could significantly shape the future of interaction and independence not just for you, but for countless others. Okay, so there you go. Here's here's the boundaries, right? They said, we're going to go beyond, shape the future with us. Eternity. They're anti-Christ. This development is more than just a technical milestone. It represents a major leap in potential human-computer interaction raising important questions about the integration of advanced technology with the human body and mind. Ye shall be as gods. That's the goal. Why? God has no earthly boundaries. God binds himself to his word, right? He binds himself to his word. But he's not, but God is not bound by this earth, by this world. And only a God isn't bound. 
And they want no boundaries. That's why they have such a lawless society where they want no borders. And they want invasions. And they want to they they want no norms. They want no boundaries, no standards, no no biblical. They want they want chaos because out of chaos comes order. The new world order. Right? Neuralink's stated mission is to create a generalized brain interface to restore autonomy to those with unmet medical needs today and unlock human potential tomorrow. What does that mean? To unlock human potential. You know exactly what it means. To connect you to the Borg. To connect you together. What are you linked to? Does anybody ever wonder that? He calls it Neuralink. Starlink. What are you connected to? Yeah, what exactly are you linked to? Ever ask that question? How many of you actually believe... That Elon Musk, that Elon Musk bought Twitter for free speech rights. How many of you actually believe that? That's that's why he bought it to preserve society because Twitter was like a community, and it was like that's what he said. It's like a, it's like the town square, digital town square. No. He bought it for algorithms and information. See, you think Elon Musk is losing money because he bought it for $44 billion and they say it's worth $20 billion less. It's worth $20 billion less. Elon ain't losing nothing on Twitter. He bought that thing for $44 billion and he's going to make about $200 billion on it if he doesn't make half a trillion on it. Why? Because of what he's going to do. What's he going to do? He's going to Neuralink you to all the information in Twitter. Get it? X. Right. So his AI bot can learn everything that Twitter has. And he can shut down outside people from sucking up Twitter's information. So other AI bots can't take Twitter's algorithms and information and learn from them. The end game is Neuralink is the AI bot being you. Not you using an AI bot, you being the AI bot. The AI bot being in you. Get it? That's what it's about. And he's going to sell it to you, most people, and they're going to buy it. 
They're going to want it. Why? Because they want to do cool stuff. Right? People want to do cool stuff. I want to do cool stuff, right? So guess what? They're going to neuralink you so you can do cool stuff. The second more optimistic scenario involves widespread acceptance after successful human trials with the potential to revolutionize our interaction with technology. And the third, a more pessimistic view, considers the venture failure driven by many societal, technological, and legal and medical factors. The most realistic scenario, Neuralink is expected to achieve success by focusing on medical applications for individuals with severe disabilities. This targeted approach is likely to resonate with consumers in need of life-changing technologies, which will drive early adoption. See, in the beginning, it's going to be for people who are disabled. And they'll give them an exosuit And the chip will make the exosuit work. So when they tell their exo to walk and they don't have any legs, they get in that exosuit and they're able to walk. Right? They're able to pick things up. They're able to function around in society in their exosuit. So they're not bedridden. I mean, who's going to, who's going to fight that, right? I mean, that's an honorable thing, right? Who's going to fight that? In this case, wider acceptance from the broader consumer base will hinge on various factors, including the technology's perceived usefulness, privacy implications, and overall risk-benefit perception. Socially, Neuralink trajectory will be significantly influenced by public and ethical discussions, issues surrounding data security, long-term health implications, and equitable access will likely dominate public discourse. Okay, so consumer interest in Neuralink would extend beyond those with medical needs driven by the appeal of an enhanced cognitive abilities and sensory experiences. As people become more familiar with the technology concerns, uh, concerns about invasiveness and data privacy may decrease, especially if Neuralink can provide robust safety and security assurances. Right, my mind can't be hacked. The technology could bridge gaps in human potential, offering new ways of interaction and communication. Telepathy, right? They've been conditioning you for it, right?
Remember this? Remember, he did all that with his mind. That was all done with his mind through tele telepathy, right? He could speak to their minds through telepathy. That's, that's what they did. Well, that's what Elon wants to give you the power to do. This right here. Look. That's what it is, right? Give you power. In this scenario, Neuralink becomes a symbol of human advancement. They believe in evolution. That you got to understand the science behind this is evolution. The science behind this is we're getting better. Man is evolving. That's the science behind it. In this scenario, Neuralink becomes a symbol of human advancement, seamlessly integrating into daily life and opening new possibilities in human-machine interaction. Its success would set a precedent for other technologies at the intersection of biology and technology, like gene-editing technologies and bioelectric electronic medicine. What in the world is bioelectronic medicine? Restoring movement and paralysis with bioelectronic neural bio bypass approach. That's what it is right there. Bioelectronic medicine is a rapidly growing field that explores targeting neuromodulation in new treatment options addressing both disease and injury. New bioelectronical methods are being developed to monitor and modulate neuroactivity directly. The therapeutic benefit of these approaches has been validated in recent clinical studies in various conditions, including paralysis. By using decoding and modulation strategies together, it is possible to restore loss function to those living with paralysis and other debilitating conditions by interpreting and rerouting signals around the affected portions of the nervous system. This, in effect, creates a bioelectronic neural bypass to serve the function of the damaged degenerated network. By learning the language of neurons and using neural interface technology to tap into critical networks. New approaches to repairing or restoring function in areas impacted by disease or injury may become a reality. See, your DNA is a book. Right? Psalms tells us that. Your DNA is a book. 
They decoded the book. Remember Bill Clinton talked about decoding the book? They decoded DNA. They figured out the code of the genetic code of the book. Right? Here it is. Pastor Hoggard taught me this. Okay, it says here, my substance was not hid from thee when I was made in secret and curiously wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Thine eyes did see my substance yet being unperfect. And in thy book, all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned when as yet there was none of them. Right? So, so this is a book. And what are they doing? They call it a genetic code. We got to unlock the genetic code. So now they're, they're using these chips, right? To unlock the code of the book and rewrite in the book what is wrong. So to, so to neuro bypass and genetic engineering, right? Genetic editing technologies to edit out what is wrong and to fix it. Or in this case, bioelectronic medicine to have a chip that goes around and finds another neuro passage. So if I could heal you of your anxiety by hooking this chip up to you. Right? And in this chip, we'll learn to find new neuro passageways. So when this passageway Going this way, look at the screen. Going this way, follow my arrow. Well, this one is damaged. So this chip finds this passageway. So my thoughts are not clouded. So my thoughts are clear. So now I don't have that post-traumatic stress disorder. It goes around another way. But only the problem is that chip is hooked up to Neuralink, which is hooked up to a network which can control my mind. See? See how that works? It works like this. First Thessalonians 5, 3, for when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child. They shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness that that, that day should overtake you as a thief. Ye are, ye are the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sobered, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a hope, the helmet of salvation, the helmet, the hope of, for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. 
See? This is it right here. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. Take this vax. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. Safe and effective. Right? There you go. The pessimistic scenario, Neuralink will face significant challenges that hinder its widespread adoption and success. The scenario considers the possibility of technological fa technologically failing to meet the high expectations set for it, e either due to technological limitations, safety concerns, or ethical dilemmas. It's very invasive by nature, right? He talks about that. We're not even going to... We're probably not... We may not even get to the... Uh, to the World Economic Forum stuff because there's really not a lot of that. I put that in the title because it does... We're going to talk about the telepathy. We'll finish up. This is telepathy. We're going to talk about that. And we'll, that's probably where we'll finish it up. We'll, we'll pick that up some other time. Believe me, there's plenty of opportunities. I told you this year I was going to talk about the World Economic Forum and we have a few times already, haven't we? In the pessimistic scenario, right, from a technological standpoint, the complexity of interfacing directly with the human brain could be more complex than anticipated, leading to underwhelming performance or reliability issues. Physical and, and psychologically safety concerns might also be more significant than initially thought, with potential long-term health implications that could deter both consumers and medical professionals. The invasive nature of the technology and privacy concerns related to brain data could lead to widespread public apprehension. This skepticism could be compounded if early applications of the technology are perceived as benefiting only a select few, exasperating social inequalities. Anyway, ethically, the prospect of brain-computer interfaces could raise questions about human identity, Autonomy and the nature of consciousness. By the way, I don't have that article here, but they, there was an article that I saw that they've unlocked the secret to consciousness. What does that even mean? Right? They want to control minds. They want to be God. See all of their their MK Ultra mind control. You're heading into a new. You're heading into the new era, where that's all going to be done digitally. Working with spirits and devils and doing those things digitally. Okay. That's what they're going to do. In this scenario, Neuralink's ambitious vision might be curtailed by a combination of technological hurdles, public mistrust, ethical controversies, and regulatory challenges, ultimately leading to the project's stagnation or decline. Okay? Well, what is telepathy, right? Telepathy? Because that's what he's calling that, that chip that he implanted into them, telepathy. 
Many people, and this is a, these are a bunch of witches, okay? A bunch of mind control witches. I'm just showing you, this is exactly what Elon Musk is doing with a, with a chip. Okay? Many people will at some point in their life have what they think are telepathic experiences. Perhaps you feel you know who is calling before you pick up the phone. Or you have a keen sense when another person isn't telling the truth. This can be difficult to understand and explain to other people. So what is telepathy? It was first defined by Frederick Myers in 1882 and essentially means the capability to directly communicate with someone psychically. Telepathy, therefore, is a broad definition that encompasses a vast array of psychic phenomenon that you could experience. Yet all these experiences depend on a psychic using their extra sensory perception to perceive someone's aura. That's like people you say, there was a, Back 15 years ago, no, man, I've been pastoring for 17 years. Back about, yeah, about 17 years ago. I was going to a church and a little over 17, I was going to a church and they had some lady that would read people's chakras and auras and tell them what, tell them what herbs they needed, what they needed and what they were sick from and so she'd feel like their energy fields. When I heard that, I was like, man, that's witchcraft. That's a bunch of witchcraft. You leave my chakras and my Oreos, okay? And they're fine with me. You ain't looking at my chakras and Oreos. Oreos. You leave my Oreos alone and my chakras. Well, that's what they would do, right? And it's witchcraft. That's what it is. So, what you have to understand is this is going into... A chip. Electronically. Essentially, they're going to hybridize. It's hybridization of mankind. So they tell them, learn how to steal your mind. If you want to work on these, if you want to learn how to be a good... Uh, practitioner of telepathy, right? Learn how to steal your mind. Yogic practice. I'm not going to read all these because I really don't want you to do that. But focus breathing and everything else. When mundane thoughts surface, redirect your attention back to your breath so you avoid getting caught up in them. This combination of focus and relaxation causes your mind to quieting and eventually become still. So you can be possessed. Because telepathy is done through witchcraft. And once they implant that in their brain, devils are going to have access to their brains. 
because they purposely put something in there to do that. They invited them in there. Practicing meditation. So that mindful meditations, right? By becoming mindful of your soul through meditation, you'll identify the different life experiences and emotions that are hindering your psychic awareness. As your ability to communicate via psychic means is an expression of your soul, the weakness within your spiritual gift reflects the weakness that are present with you to master your psychic ability. You have to master yourself. So we, that's satanic meditation. We don't practice, we practice meditating on God's word. That's what we do. We meditate on the word of God. That's biblical meditation. Their, their meditation is satanic. Three, consider personal development work. Once you've identified which of these are hindering you, your meditation practice will cause aspects of your life and emotions to surface. Once you've identified which of these are hindered by your psychic gift, you'll then need to do some personal development work to affect change from within. You can either do this through self-led exercises or if you need more support and guidance, seek help from a counselor or a therapist. A guru! Change comes from reliving and working through these experiences, reliving these experiences. They're telling you to go relive experiences. Why? Because they're witches. That's the same thing the charismatics do when they're trying to deliver people from devils. They want them to remember all the bad stuff that happened to them from the time they were a little child all the way till they're an adult and relive all those things and go back and master all those things. What does the Bible say? If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. I'm not to go relive things in my mind. I'm supposed to, uh, I'm supposed to do this. Let me show you what you're supposed to do. Instead of reliving those things, this is what you're supposed to do. Be careful in nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. Philippians 3.14 tells us. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ and be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith, that I may know him, not myself, that I may know him, 
that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained either where already perfect, but I follow after that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Let us therefore as many as be perfect, be thus minded. And if anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. You're to press on. You're to move forward. You're to focus on the Lord. You're to focus on Christ. You can't be like Christ if you're not looking to Christ. The Bible says, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. It says, consider Christ. Consider Christ. You're to consider him. Hebrews 12, 3. Wherefore, seeing ye, we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which does so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. That word finisher, it's perfecter as well. That's what it means. A finisher is one that finishes something and makes it perfect and mature. You don't grow by thinking about yourself and about your past. You grow by thinking on Christ. He is the perfecter. He is the author and the finisher of your faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. Your focus is Jesus. You know what I see with this garbage right here? Let me tell you another place where this self-guru dung goes, where it comes from, or what, what it's involved in. Money-making. Your, your meditation practice will cause aspects of your life and emotions to surface. Once you've identified which of these is hindering your psychic gift, you'll, you'll then need to, uh, to do some personal development work to affect change from within. What is that? Humanism. Garbage. That's what it is. Change does not come from reliving and working through past experiences. Change comes from Christ alone. Change comes from being transformed. Let me show you. Romans 12.
I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's it. That's where it comes from. But these people, oh, telepathy, you can work on your telepathic powers. You can work on your mind reading. You can work on all these things. You know, God doesn't give the saints the ability to read minds. You know what he gives us? Something far better. The Holy Ghost, number one. Number two, I'm going to show you what else he gives us. Here it is. When you mature in the Lord and you become to that perfection, right? What is that perfection? It's singly minded. Singly minded on Christ. Fixed on Christ. And maturing. Pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. What does he give us? He gives us wisdom and discernment. I don't meet, I don't read people's minds. But you know what God does has given me? Wisdom and discernment. Just like he'll give you. For everyone that useth, it says here, for when for the time you ought to be teachers, you have need that one teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And are become such as have need of milk and not of strong meat. For everyone that useth milk is unskillful in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But strong meat belong to them that are of full age, even those who by reason of, of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Your, ex, your senses are supposed to be exercised. You learn that through maturity in the faith. That's how you learn that. It's learned through maturity. Christian maturity. That's where it's learned. That's where it comes from. And it comes through trials. To try your faith to teach you. Start a journal. You'll have to go further than just examining your own emotions, though, because the accuracy of your telepathic abilities depends on how proficient you are at articulating the different psychic intuitions that you become aware of. This is all witchcraft. That's what this is. Oh, they say, oh, a book of psychic reading. When you start to discover your psychic abilities, it is natural for your excitement to be accompanied by doubt. Sometimes you need confirmation that you are indeed psychic and tailored guidance to help you. 
What are they teaching them? Go to a medium. What is this? Oh, I know where to find that. Right here. That's in my Bible. It's right here. Then said Saul unto his servant, Seek me a woman that hath a familiar spirit, that I may go to her and inquire of her. And his servant said to him, Behold, there is a woman that hath a familiar spirit at Endor. And Saul disguised himself and put on other raiment. And he went and two men with him as they came to the woman by night. And he said, I pray thee, divine unto me the familiar spirit and bring me him up. See? That's what he's doing. Saul is doing the same thing. He couldn't hear... He couldn't hear from God because of his rebellion. So he went to a witch. If you could solve a psychic who is also a medium, they may become aware of your loved ones in the spirit world who might want to offer advice concerning your spiritual unfoldment. Devils. This is telepathy. That's what it is. They're using devils. The human mind is not capable of this, but devils are. How do the devils know what's in that other person's mind? They don't technically know. They possess the person and they find things out about them. They watch them as familiars. Familiars because they're familiar with that person. They watch them and they follow them around. Now with Christians, they can't read your mind, but they know by your actions, what you do, what to tempt you with. But these people that are possessed, they give them access to their mind. They give them access to their heart. That's what Musk's, Chip is going to do. Gives access. A psychic reading such as those offered by psychic source or California psychics may focus on your strength as well as the areas you need to develop to fully your potential as a psychic. If you consult a psychic who is also medium, they may make you aware of something. Every time you go for a psychic reading, it's an experiment, and finding the right psychic for you is a difficult task. They're recommending you go around and go to all these devil-possessed people to get messages from spirits. The same thing. See, when people don't want to repent and believe the gospel, they turn to telepathy. They turn to witchcraft. They turn to idols. They turn to wizards and sorcerers. That's what they turn to. Look what he's saying. Learn to sense rather than think. That's not what the Bible says. But see, that's what Satan does. Satan is a master mind raper. Listen to me. I'm going to say it to you again. Satan is a master mind raper. 
See, he goes around your critical thinking through your feelings to get to your heart. That's what he does. That's not how the Holy Ghost works. The Bible says that God uses the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. God doesn't emotionally appeal to you before he appeals to your mind with the gospel for you to think. You understand? God deals intellectually and spiritually, but he goes through your thinker as well. Martin Lloyd-Jones talked about that in his book on spiritual depression and other things. He said, God doesn't appeal to your emotions. He doesn't appeal to your emotions first. In order for someone to have the right to speak to you on an emotional level, they must have already intellectually speak to you through to your intellect. That's why we don't approach the scriptures and say, what do I feel about this doctrine? What do I feel about about my assurance of salvation? What do I feel about the gospel? What do I feel about this? No, 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 no. God asks you, what do you believe? And that's what a gospel preacher is to do. He's to bring you the facts that the law is a schoolmaster to bring you to Christ, that you are guilty. These are the facts. You are guilty. God logically deals with us. He doesn't go around our intellect into our emotions. This person is saying, use your feelings instead of your intellect. Empty your mind, remove the, the, what God has given you to the intellect, and go straight through to the emotions. No, that's what Satan does. That's what, that's what manipulators do. Manipulators do that. They use your emotions and they manipulate your emotions to get what they want. That's not what God does. He uses the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. God shows you the cold hard facts. You are a sinner and you are guilty before God and you are dead in trespasses and sins and except you repent you shall all likewise perish. That's what God does. That's not what Satan does. That's not what some shifty preachers do. Some shifty preachers use emotions. Emotional pleas. Nope. Now, preaching does have emotion to it, has passion to it. But it's the facts, the truth. The truth is used. Not my feelings and my senses, but the truth. Amen.
Learn to sense rather than think. Wrong. Find a psychic development group. So get hooked up to your own psychic, people that have telepathic abilities. A development group will give you a safe place and an accepting space to explore your telepathic abilities. See, what is that saying to you? Well, you got to find a witch's coven. You got to find a. You got to find some witches. See, they're hooking you up. Right? Practice on friends of friends. If they aren't any development group in your area, you could reach out to people that you don't know very well and ask them if they will let you practice with them. Knowing very little about the people you practice with allows you to be objective and more importantly, helps. they're literally teaching people to psychically read people's minds. You understand that? And see the neural link, it's not to fix your mind. That's a byproduct. No, it's to connect your mind. To the, it's to link it. To what? The X. It's to link it. That's what it's for. Right? Find a mentor. The best way to develop your telepathic abilities is to find a mentor. So look for an old witch is what they're saying. Look for an old psychic witch that can help you. Right? Look for an old psychic witch. See, this is what... Telepathy is. This is working on those psychic abilities, right? Which are spirits, by the way. It's just like, that's why they said look for a medium. Well, that's, that's what Saul did. That's the same thing that Saul did. So it's deception. So why, did, why would Elon Musk call his thing telepathy? Because he's doing the same thing. He's seducing people's mind. He's a mind seducer. That's what he is. That's what they're doing. Right? That's the end game. That's really what's going on. Wow, that's crazy. You really believe that? Yeah, I really believe what they say when he says it's telepathy, right? Sure I do. I really believe him. I really believe that's what he wants to do. Oh, I want to see him and look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. As I journey through this land, singing as I go. Pointing souls to Calvary, to the crimson flow. Many arrows pierce my soul from without within. 
But my Lord leads me on, through him I must win. Oh, I want to see him and look upon his face. There to sing forever of his saving grace. On the streets of glory, just let me lift my voice. Cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice. When in valleys low I look toward the mountain height and behold my Savior. mighty deep. Then my Lord directs my path, he does safely keep, and he leads me gently on through this world below. And he's a real friend to me, oh, I love him so, and oh, I want to see him just look upon his face, there to sing forever of his saving grace. On those streets of glory, just let me lift my voice, cares all past, home at last, ever to rejoice, cares all past, home at last, ever to sin. I was wretched and poor, lost and lonely within. But with wondrous compassion, the King of all kings, in pity and in love, took me under his wing. Oh yes, oh yes, well I'm a child of the King, and his so wretched and poor I now can sing oh praise God praise God I'm a child of the King well now I am a child oh with a heavenly home and my holy father has made me his own and I'm cleansed by his blood and I'm clothed in his precious love and someday I'll sing with the angels above oh 
Amen. I could listen to that music all day. Uh, yeah, that's why I always laugh at the fundies. My uh, and my other brethren in Christ, my Baptist friends. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they the Trumpsters, the uh, a lot of the Patriot movement. Oh, Elon, he's the man. He loves us. Yeah, sure he does. He's working for the Pope knock it off but it makes him mad when i say the and i'm just like oh you're just oh look i don't know why you believe all this stuff i can't believe you believe all these conspiracy i just laugh at him like yeah i know you guys don't believe any of them i tell him that you don't believe any of them i guess you think i believe all of them but i pretty much know you don't believe any of them you never say anything about them you never warn anybody about them you never say anything to anybody about them right so okay But if I don't stop, I'm going to lose my effectiveness, right? Nobody's going to listen to me. I'm going to lose all my credibility. And nobody's going to listen to me anymore. Kind of stuff. I've heard that stuff before, right? I'm like, okay. Whatever you say. The only way I lose my credibility is if I walk in sin and wickedness and I walk away from the Lord. And I, and, and I turn from the holy command that was given unto me. I, and I walk lascivious and, I, and I, I leave the plain path of duty. Right? So that's why I have to pray every day, God, please keep me. God, keep me from falling. God, keep me from getting into sin. Keep my heart tender towards you so I don't fall into sin. So I don't, you know... I have to pray those things. So, uh, and I hope you pray for me. I hope you pray for me that God will keep me. Because that's all I care about. I could be wrong about Elon Musk tomorrow. I could be wrong about, I don't, I mean, the evidence is right there. I could be wrong about the moon landing. I could be wrong about a lot of things. Those things don't really matter. What matters is Christ and him crucified. What matters is walking in the fear of the Lord. What matters is, is, um, is living for Christ. Amen? That's what matters. And when it's all said and done, that's what matters. And bringing sons to glory. Amen? That's what matters. So, anyway, none of that other stuff I not as big as a concern. But it's important to understand the world you live in, right? That's what I try to do. I try to bring that to people. All right, everybody. God bless you. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to go eat some pizza. We're going to make some homemade pizza. We're going to make a spicy Italian sub pizza. Okay? Kind of like Subway Spicy BMT. 
but a spicy Italian sub pizza, all right? Anyway. And among some other things. But, uh, so I, I appreciate your prayers. I covet them. I really do. And uh, God's going to do big things this year. I just, I'm telling you, I, I'm excited about this year. I really am. I'm excited about this year and what God's going to do. You know, we've, we had about 100 people on this broadcast average for about an hour and a half. Praise the Lord. All right, if you'd like to give to our ministry, number one, pray for me and pray for this ministry. Number two, pray about the Colosseum this week. I need to study, and I need to get some stuff finished with the Colosseum this week. All right? I need to get some stuff finished with the Colosseum this week. Okay? Now, uh, so pray that I can get that done this week. I have Saturday open. We're not preaching this Saturday, so I'm going to be studying for the Coliseum. I'm already pretty much done with next week. So anyway, pray pray for us with that. Secondly, um, if you'd like to give to our ministry, uh, you can do so through PayPal, salvationpreacher at gmail.com. Or you can go to sermonaudio.com slash Pastor Cooley. You can click on the... The um, page here, and there's a donate button at the top, and you can click on that, or give button right there, okay? You can do it there. Or you can go to oldpassbaptistchurch.org, scroll down the page, and there's PayPal, Venmo, and Apple Pay. You can give to any one of those, all right? So anyway... Yes, Brother Ross, it is good numbers on Rumble. I only average 40 people on, on, on YouTube. If it would get up to 40, 40 people. Here we're averaging 100. And we are now on BitChute. Also, here we are. Okay? Subscribe to us over there if you want to just watch our videos. It's over there. There's a few over there. We haven't got that many on there. Man, I was going through YouTube, though. Wow. This one, pre-flood world technology that destroys evolution, that has like 311,000 downloads on YouTube. That's amazing. All right, so anyway. But uh, you pray for us, and if you'd like to give to our ministry, uh, we appreciate it. All right? If you can't, that's okay, too. Just pray that God would touch somebody else's heart, too. Because God's able to do that. And God uses you all to keep me working and to keep me doing these things, these extra things, and this studying and producing things and putting things out there. Amen? I ask, honestly don't spend my day arguing with people on YouTube. Uh, or or I, I spend my day producing things and studying and producing things and pastoring people and all kinds of other stuff. So anyway, that's what I, that's what I try to spend my life doing. All right, everybody, God bless you. Take care. Have a good night. And uh, Lord willing, we will see you Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central time. That's Wednesday, 2 p.m. Central.